Welcome to the Transformational Coach Podcast with me, Rona Barton, giving you competence with confidence. And welcome to episode 51 of the Transformational Coach Podcast. This week, I have spent some time sitting on my sofa thinking about gratitude, thankfulness and generally some of the things that um, we can all be grateful for. This is one of the topics in our um, subject of relationships with ourself, life and others. We have one more following this, which is about friendship. Um, But this week, it's all about gratitude and, and thankfulness, really. Before we jump in, I'd like to take just a minute or so to think and have you think about how you're doing with the whole pandemic, with your work-life balance, with family, with friends, you know, your general relationships. How have things been for you recently? Have you been taking time out to look after yourself to allow you then to look after other people? What have you been doing that's working for you? And what things are you changing or would like to change? Certainly things in the UK have um, made some good progress. You know, we've got the vaccines rolling out across the country in um, England and Wales. The the restrictions are pretty much lifted. In Scotland, that's coming for us in a couple of weeks. And I am so looking forward to being able to drive to visit my family. My family live about 150 miles or three hours driving from me. So a six hour round trip to go and visit them and come back home. And that haven't been able to do that this year. I've managed to see my family once in about the past 14, 15 months, which is not nearly often enough for either myself or for them. Um, I miss just hugging them. I miss having a family meal sitting down and I can always tell which of my parents has cooked the meal because they have different flavours and I, I want to get back to that. And I'm really looking forward to the day we can actually sit down together, have a chat, hopefully have a hug <laughs> and enjoy a meal together. So I have a lot of hope in the next couple of weeks that I will actually be able to do that. That's what I'm looking forward to. And it's what this week I've been thinking about more and more often about these things I'm grateful for. The very fact that there is that little bit of ray of sunshine on the horizon in another couple of weeks, I could actually be sitting in a garden with any of my parents sharing a meal or just, you know, sitting, having a cuppa or a drink and chatting normally rather than over a video call or over a telephone call. I'm so looking forward to that. So what about you? What have you been grateful for this week, this month or even this year? Gratitude is really an expression of an appreciation of what we actually have. It's us recognising um, the value and, you know, the 
goodness and the warmth of our relationships or our emotions or even just material things, you know, things that we've had our heart set on that you've worked hard to save for and you've managed to purchase for yourself or somebody has been kind enough to gift it to you and you're grateful to them for that. It can usually be a spontaneous feeling but there has been research done over oh the past few years that shows and demonstrates that gratitude grows with practice. So making a conscious effort to count your blessings can increase the amount of blessings that you feel you have. You know, you can cultivate gratitude and, you know, there can be a social impact on that as well because um, your, your energy that ties to these things you're grateful for can radiate out of you and it can infect other people. You know, there's um, a fabulous Spike Milligan poem that talks about um, smiling is infectious. You catch it like the flu. Um, when someone smiled at me today, I started smiling too. And it goes on. And that's the same way with gratitude or thankfulness or being grateful for things. It kind of radiates out of you and infects other people. So gratitude is an emotion and it's usually one that makes people feel happier. Um, gratefulness is also a mood, but it can be a personality trait. You know, some people are just more inclined to feel grateful and, and um, have that shot of positivity already ingrained in them as a bit of a daily habit. But why does it actually matter? Well, when we feel thankful or we feel grateful, it boosts our happiness and it can help build both physical and psychological health. People um, who demonstrate regular gratitude practice or gratefulness practice can often feel less pain, they can feel less stress, um, they suffer from insomnia less often, Sometimes even um, their immune systems can, can be stronger. You know, generally they experience healthier relationships. So overall, gratitude can help boost your mental and physical health. Now, I'm not saying it's the be-all and end-all um, for any, any health issues. You know, as, as ever, you know your body best. If there's something that doesn't feel right, you get it seen to. But... In these times where, you know, we've all been stuck at home or, you know, away from our families for a long period of time and, and really not been socialising, not been able to physically go out and meet people, um, I think it's important to do what we can to help build our mental health and our own resilience. So what stops you from being thankful or grateful? And on your bad days, you know, those days where you just think, I can't be bothered or it's just too difficult to, to deal with somebody else. How could you still be thankful? You know, think about small things. For example, I know that um, 
some people, you know, they have a, a deeply held religious belief and they may use prayer to help cultivate and grow their, their gratitude. Others may like to meditate or use mindfulness to help focus on the present moment without judging and to focus on what they're grateful for, you know, the warmth of the sunshine on your face, the beauty in a flower, the sound of your child's laughter. These small things which seems the wrong thing to call them because they can be such joyous things that um, they're not insignificant. So keep that in mind. And how could you express your gratitude to those around you? Well, if like me, you were brought up by people who know the value of gratitude and instilled it in you at a young age, you've possibly in your lifetime written one or two thank you notes. You know, birthdays come around or Christmas um, or a different holiday season or you've had a visitor to your house and they've brought you a hostess or host gift and you have taken the time to appreciate that by writing a thank you note. You don't need to wait until you receive a physical gift from somebody to tell them thank you. You can make yourself happier and help to nurture your relationships with other people simply by writing a thank you letter expressing, you know, your appreciation for the gift you've received or certainly the impact that person has had on your life. You can send it, deliver it in person if they live nearby and it's safe to do so, or read it to them. You know, and if you get into a habit of sending one gratitude or one thankfulness letter a month, you're going to help not only boost your own feelings of gratitude and gratefulness, but you're going to really have a positive impact on somebody else's life also. If writing is difficult for you or or you simply feel like you don't have time, you may just want to spend time thinking about someone who's done something nice for you and mentally thank that individual. You know, really take the time out, schedule it into your diary if you have to and just um, give thanks to them mentally. You might want to keep a gratitude journal or, you know, in your notepad, make a habit of writing down the positive thoughts you have about somebody or, um, you know, a note of a gift you've received so that you can tell them about it the next time you see them and you can explain to them what you've done with it. I know some people who make a note of three or four things that they're grateful for each day, every day. And sometimes um, that's done last thing at night, you know, when they have a chance to sit quietly reflect back over the day they've had and pick out their sort of key thankfulness aspects. I like to think of mine first thing in the morning whilst I'm fortunate enough to sit quietly and have some breakfast and it sets me up for the day. It keeps them in the forefront of my mind for the rest of the day and when I think back over tomorrow's breakfast about what else happened today, I can add to that. 
and it slowly builds. Slowly but surely. Progress, not perfection. Another option may be to literally sit and count your blessings. So pick a time every week, if that's easier, to sit down and write about or think about or video record, voice record your blessings, you know, reflecting on what's gone right for you, what you're grateful for, the people in your life. Um, Sometimes it is easier to just pick a number of things, you know, five things that you want to identify each week. And then as you are recording this in whichever way you would like to, you can be quite specific, you know, think about the sensations you felt when something good happened to you, you know, how was that reflected in your body? What did that do to your thinking? You know, how could you really begin to cultivate a larger habit of gratitude and thankfulness in your life? Take some time to think about it today because, you know, this gratitude can really help break us away from toxic emotions, if you like. We spoke last week about toxic people or energy vampires, um, as I like to describe them. So when you build your gratitude, will you when you build your appreciation for thankfulness in your life, it can really help to, to break away, break that chain um, of toxicity. And it can help you even if you don't share it. So, you know, I don't necessarily tell every man and his dog that I meet that um, I do think about the things I'm grateful for every day. I think about that myself. I do it for me. I don't necessarily do it for other people. But it does take time to build up and you tend to, like any new habit, you would tend to begin to notice um, more changes, if you like, or um, differences in your life, usually around 12 to 14 weeks of doing it consistently. It does have a lasting effect on your brain, you know, so you're building these new thought patterns for yourself. So it's something that you can practice daily. And I do have a way to help you out with this this week, folks. I have been working away in the background whilst, you know, stuck working from home. I have turned my hand to one of my favourite things. And I don't know if there's anybody else out there like me. I really hope there is. I could start my own stationery shop with the amount of notepads highlighter pens, post-it notes, writing pens, mechanical pencils, etc, etc that I have in the house. And that was driven home to me when um, I fully began working from home just before the pandemic struck and I had to restructure my office. So with that in mind, I have turned my hand to designing some of my own stationary notepads. You'll find more information on my website, ronabarton.co.uk and I'll link to it in the show notes today. But if you're running out of space to keep track of your 
gratitude, your values, your goals, you know, all of these things I ask you to list throughout the podcasts. I have got you covered, folks. At the moment, you've got five options of different notepads. Some are lined, some have squared paper. Um, Each of them has a different cover on it. And you'll find them on my website under publications, where it will link you directly to the online store. In the meantime, I will be back next week to discuss friendship with you. Please look after yourself. Please continue to stay safe. And I'll speak to you then. Bye for now. Thank you.